You were born with individual strengths and a unique purpose. Don't let fears, false beliefs, or life's happenings diminish your influence. It's time to live and lead for impact. Host Kirsten Ross, expert of transformation, will help you defeat the drama and overcome the trauma that can stop you in your tracks. You'll gain focus, find confidence, and take bold action. Unleash passionate, purposeful you. Let's go. Welcome to Live and Lead for Impact. I'm Kirsten Ross, your host, and this is episode 227, and it is a guest day. And today I have Vikrant Shorya, and he is the CEO and founder of bestsellingbook.com. What a great title and URL, uh, the number one best-selling author, sought-after book launch manager, and an internationally recognized digital publishing expert. He has helped thousands of entrepreneurs and first-time authors actualize their dreams by joining them in their self-publishing journeys through his courses, coaching, and done for you services. So I'm super excited to have you today because I know people looking to make their impact need knowledge and help and support around this area. Welcome. Thank you so much, Kristen, for having me here. Uh, really excited for our conversation today. And I hope that I'll be able to provide some insights, some provide some value bombs so that it's going to be helpful for the listeners. Great. So I am super excited and I'm an author myself and have digital products. So I'm actually uh, excited to hear what you're going to share as well, just personally, which is always super fun for me. So uh, let's start by talking about what specific life experiences have motivated you the most to make this impact, help others, you know, kind of make their bigger, bolder impact through books and digital. Sure. So first of all, let me introduce myself. So we, I'm in a business of helping people write books, as you mentioned. Uh, the thing is that, um, honestly speaking, books have changed my life. When uh, 10 years ago, I was in engineering college, was completely unclear that what should I do, what should I not do? I was not liking the lectures going on. It was extremely theoretical. I decided that, and I was crystal clear that engineering isn't for me, but... I was still not sure what I'll be doing for my own. So one fine day in my college library, I found this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And uh, it completely changed my perception about life and finance. And uh, now I wanted to do something of my own. I dropped out of the college the very same day, started a business, made a bunch of mistakes. And uh, in just six months, I completely went bankrupt. Like I was in, I was 18 and I was in financial debt. So... Yeah, of course, maybe we can discuss later about like my experience on the first business. But yeah, like when I am in this situation where I was in a financial, uh, like I was completely in debt, not able to pay my bills, my rent. Here I read another book by Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within, which helped me keep going, right? So the thing is, then of course, I started another business. I wrote, I started writing books and then I started helping people with books. So this was kind of a rough or short journey of mine. The thing is, like for me, at every point of time, uh, books have really transformed me and it is helping me become a better person. And uh, so, yeah, like that's the kind of impact which we are also uh, helping people. Uh, means we're helping people write books. 
So it is not only helping our clients, it is also helping the readers who are reading the book. I love that. And I tell you, as a uh, self-proclaimed and uh, authentically sharing, I am a bookaholic. (laughs) So uh, I love and I agree. There's so much information out there in books. And uh, I've been a person, too, who still needs the the physical book. I did break down and get a Kindle less than a year ago for fiction books, but I still, (laughs) for those nonfiction books need to, I write all over them. I know I can digitally do that, but write all over and earmark and, and highlight and, and all of that. So I so agree. And I love that. That's what's been motivating you because how cool that your unique impact is motivated from your, uh, experience with books and the transformation that can happen through reading. And now you're helping others get their word out into the world so that that can be part of their big impact. I love it. So uh, tell me more specifically about the work that you do. Yeah, sure. So um, when we started, when I specifically started like 10 years ago, when I wrote my books, I started helping people writing books with my coaching, with my consultation, like within just one year, like 10 years ago, I launched dozens of courses on how to write and publish books. There were so many people like who started reaching out to me that like your stuff is good, but we really don't have the time or skill set to write books. And uh, then I realized that there's a big market out there. They have amazing stories, experiences, ideas, and message to share with the world in the form of a book, but they really don't have the time. They're super busy or they don't, they are, they don't have the skill set to write a book. So that's the reason like I have created this done for you book writing, publishing and marketing company by assembling a team of writers, editors, publishers, designers, marketers. And yep, this is what we do. Like we help um, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, le- uh, coaches, speakers, uh, experts in turning their ideas into a best-selling book with our done-for-you book writing, publishing, marketing services. That's awesome. So, you know, listen up and take note. And, uh, you know, you can find them at bestsellingbook.com. But if if you have a book in you, if you have a message to share, uh, books are st- still where it's at, you know, along with many other avenues. I have to ask, uh, because Funnel Hacking Live was this past weekend. Uh, did you happen to attend? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just had to, uh, we were, we attended virtually this year, but, uh, just had to bring that up cause I'm still, um, fired up from that. So, <laughs> and it sounds like you likely use funnels. I don't know if you use click funnels, but I'm, I'm sure you're familiar and use funnels. Yeah. It sounds like for your digital products. So, um, if you could share, um, and, and the reason for this, I love Personally, I think it's so helpful to think of a big impact that that we've made in uh, pursuing our dreams and making our impact in the world. Uh, we want to fuel that passion. And by sharing your story here, I hope it energizes and ignites uh, that fuel in you, but also helps others feel inspired as well. So if you think back, you said you've been doing this for 10 years or more. So uh, if you think back, what is one client in particular that really comes top of mind when you think, man, that was so cool to be to play a small part of uh, what they made happen. Yeah, sure. So I, I believe there are going to be so many different examples. Uh, would you mind if I'm going to share two? Sure, two absolutely. St- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So um, this story or this client is very close to my heart. Um, so uh, several years ago, like uh, uh, her daughter went on a road trip. And um, yeah, she was a single mom. Uh, and yeah, like I wanted to understand, I wanted to imagine her situation. Like she 
is uh, she has never thought about becoming an author or a speaker or a coach or anything. But yeah, like she's a mom. But one fine day, like her daughter went on a road trip and an accident happened and she got crushed by a boulder. And um, it was a kind of a very terrible accident. Uh, doctor was, was saying that it is not possible for them to save her. And it was a very kind of an emotional journey for her. She started sharing each and every day, like about um, her daughter's activities or her progress on social media. There were so many people like who started connecting with her story because they were also into the similar story or similar experience. They were facing the similar experience as well. So, uh, and then maybe because of her love, because of prayers, like she got survived somehow. She's on wheelchair, but still like she got survived. It was kind of a very, uh, you can say a happy ending. But the thing is like, there were so many people who started reaching out to her to write books, but she didn't have the time and all the different things. So we helped her write books, publish the book. We It became a bestseller. And um, then uh, she, this book helped her launch herself as a coach, right? It wasn't intentional. Uh, she, it, it, she also became an international speaker. She's doing really, really good in her business. And everything started with a book, right? So this is a story which is very close to my heart because uh, she actually has helped several people with her story that not to give up, to to really be positive and and things can improve, improve, right? So, so yeah, like this is the story which is really close to my heart. Uh, so uh, there was also one more story, like three or four years ago, I guess. Yeah, three years ago, there was a one of our client, like he came to us, and uh, he was a doctor by profession, and now he has created a f- kind of a some kind of a pills, which is a natural solution of curing diabetes or which is an alternative of insulin. And now he wanted to write a book to explain how this, how his product works. And by this time, I thought that writing a book can only help only those people who have information product or maybe who are in information business, like who have message or ideas or stories, or maybe who are speakers, coaches or consultant. But yeah, like this entrepreneur, like he came to us um, and he needed to write a book about that. And I was completely not sure how a book can help him. But like we helped him write books, publish book. It became a bestseller in diabetes category and also in so many different categories as well. Uh, after six months, like I checked in with him uh, and I was surprised to know that like he used his book to get on multiple different podcasts and he was able to get on TV he was also able to double his business just using the book. So people like who were reading the book, like they were trusting his product more because they exactly knew, they exactly got to know that how his product works, the ins and outs, the everything about the product, which helped him get really lifetime customers. And like who are also recommending uh, his products to several different diabetes patients or in, in their influence. So these are the two stories which are very close to my heart. The first one, which is kind of a very emotional, but yeah, like it helped several people um, be strong. And the second one helped also uh, changed my belief that writing a book not only can help people like who are in information business, but also who are having a physical business as well. That's great. So, I love those stories. And I would think that uh, especially for the 
the the client who was helping people with diabetes, like that would be so hard to understand in short little yeah. snippets. So I'm sure it was super helpful to get that all organized. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, tell me what has been for you the biggest internal or external challenge that you've had to overcome and how did you overcome it? Okay. So uh, first of all, let's talk about the internal challenge or um so like in 2019 like we were crushing it means we were having really good year and we were making really big impact we were getting so many clients and then 2022 happened the covid happened and it completely changed everything uh honestly speaking like we got the maximum leads or inquiries in 2021 because uh like because in covid like people were sitting in in their home and they have they were having time and now they wanted to write books but the thing is, like, people were really holding their money. They didn't want to spend money. Um, so the thing is, like, we realized that, uh, I especially realized that nothing is permanent. Like, even if you are having really good times, things are going to change. If you're having good times, bad times are going to come. If you're having bad times, good times are going to come. So internally, uh, one thing which really, like, I have settled it in my mind that uh, nothing, is imp- uh, nothing is permanent. Everything is completely temporary. Uh, even if you are in the in the best time of your life, things can happen. Like other day, anything can happen. Maybe your loved one can go. That's the that's the harsh reality. <laughs> that's the truth. So yeah, this is the number one thing. Uh, which whenever I think about the internal challenge or how like exactly how I overcome that. Talking about the external thing. Um, see, I'm I'm really good at uh systems and ideas and coming up with uh more innovation on how we can really help our clients but honestly speaking i'm really not good at team management uh the one of the reason is like i become very emotional with them <laughs> and oh we need example- to talk <laughs> <laughs> go ahead sorry <laughs> yeah so uh, one of the problems with me is, for example, if I hire a person and if I interact with that person, maybe for um, one hour or two hours, maybe in the meeting, then f- somehow I, I don't, I, I really can't fire them. Even if they're making really bad things in the company, if they're not providing exactly what was expected from them, I'm really bad at that, right? So I'm, I'm not good at firing. I'm really not good at uh, being very strict with the team that, hey, like this is the deadline, we should do that. Mm, mm, I'm, mm. Not, I'm not that much. <laughs> I have the six simple steps of great delegation. <laughs> you yeah. must implement immediately. Sorry. Okay. You're like, you're, you're heading right down my path. I'm trying, I don't want to hijack this interview, but <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so this was happening with me, like, one or two years ago and like from the beginning of the company like this was the problem like I used to get so much emotional with the employees or the team members like it was very difficult for me to let them go even if they are not performing so in uh, 2020 what I did is um, uh, I was of course working with an employee her name is just real and she was fantastic I means she was the kind of a person like I a kind of a like she was like a partner to me of course she was working as an employee but I really was enjoy working with her and then I asked her like if she can help me uh, deal with the team management and she said yes and then 
she started like she overtook all the process like of uh, hiring people managing people firing people and now like my biggest concern or biggest nightmare that like hey like how can i fire a person like if if they're not performing is completely gone she's taking care of everything she is kind of a very logical person uh, she really have built a, an amazing culture in the company which so that that all the team members they are growing they are learning and they are also trying to perform or give their 100% so one of the thing which i did to overcome this challenge was hiring leaders right so and now of course with in different sub departments i have hired different um leaders like who are performing all the activities like all the daily huddles uh, i'm just focusing on the idea thing or the system thing and the bigger things and just real like now who is my co uh, who takes care of all the operations she has five different people uh, with different departments as a leader so basically like uh, what i did is instead of hiring employees or instead of managing employees i'm just now managing leaders and now these leaders are managing the entire team members entire uh, contractors for us and that's kind of a very big relief for me that's great and it sounds like you have a really good structure i i i'm thumbs i'm giving you a thumbs up right now literally <laughs> you cannot see me but i am <laughs> <laughs> Although, okay, so if I were coaching you though, I would still make you work that muscle <laughs> and make sure that you are still good about communicating clear expectations and holding people accountable, mm. even though it's the leaders, uh, yeah. you know, which can be easier with less people, all of that. But mm. Um, you still want to work those muscles. Um, and seriously, yeah. so I have my seven keys to building your high performing team and my six simple steps of great delegation <laughs> oh. that are very aligned with your uh, biggest challenge. So uh, yeah, like I said, we might need to chat, but I'm, I'm really, <laughs> what I love though is, and kudos and again, thumbs up that you have surrounded yourself with great leaders. Uh, sometimes yeah. when I'm working with a business owner, they uh, they want to micromanage and not communicate clear expectations and hold people accountable. And that's a really bad combination. <laughs> so at <laughs> least you're releasing the rain. So that's great. Two great people. So awesome. Glad to hear it. Um, so tell me, uh, what are some of the tricks that you use to stay tenacious, you know, motivated and moving through tough times? Like you talked a little bit about COVID times. And so I heard you, you know, you had to make a pandemic pivot. It sounds like, uh, you know, which all of us have likely done at least some sort of pandemic pivot, but, mm -hmm. uh, what, what are, what are some of the tricks you use to keep going? We all have tough times. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've realized after being in the business and especially in the entrepreneurial roller coaster, uh, I realized that motivation is temporary. So for example, like if I'm not feeling well, maybe I can watch a video, I can read a book and I can be pumped up for maybe five, five hours or maybe just one day. And then next day, like I'm completely gone. And it is completely impossible to be motivated 100% of the time. And of course, you can try to be like, hey, like I'm completely motivated. And you can you can try some different things. There are some different hacks and all the different things which can help you become motivated maybe 50% of the time or 40% of the time or maybe 60% of the time if you're lucky. But be if you really have to be motivated throughout the uh, times, like it is not possible. One thing uh, I found that instead of looking for motivation, I try to look for clarity of mind or clarity of thoughts. So even if I am seeing so many um, negative sites or maybe negative 
things in the business. One of the things which really helped me keep going was the clarity of mind. For example, like if I'm completely stuck with a problem um, and I'm not able to really come up with a solution, what I do is I do a few different things, right? Sometimes one thing works, sometimes it completely works different thing. So I, first of all, I completely switch off my entire digital thing right? Maybe I get a cold shower or I can take a nap for a few hours or I can just completely like spend time with my friends and families. Now, when I come back, I can see clearly exactly what is the problem and what are the things which I have to do in order to solve those problems. So uh, instead of looking for motivation, like what has helped really well for me is look for clarity of mind or clarity of thoughts. So um, uh, for example, one of the things which I do is uh, I plan my next day or tomorrow, today itself in the evening. So uh, this actually helps me be more clear on exactly what I have to do. I don't have too many things on my plate. I just work on maybe one or maximum two or three things in a day. But when I do those things, like it is completely focused, like I don't have so much of distractions. I don't have uh, social media on my phone. Uh, I use it just like a normal, <laughs> uh, without a kind of unsmartphone. So um, yeah, this is uh, what is actually helping me to keep going even in the tough time. So for example, COVID happened. If I would have looked for the motivation, then um, I would have keep on going with like certain things like, hey, like, and I would have also motivated my entire team. And the scenario was completely different back then. I So one thing, like, of course, um, talking about the pandemic pivots, one thing which we do, like, first of all, like we were virtual since the beginning. So we have a company in states, right? So we have an incorporated company, the legal company in states. All the writers and editors we have, they are from states because all the clients we have, they are from states. Uh, they are like people like who are working in in-house. They are either from states or Philippines. Some of them, they are from India. So, yep, this is exactly what we are doing. So we were virtual since the beginning. But when COVID happened, we realized that people are not able to um, uh, spend money. Like pe- people had money, but they were completely holding it back. So uh, what we did is we launched uh, a short book package. So initially we were just having a standard length package or where people used to get 200 pages or 250 pages book. But to make our service more affordable, we launched a new package, uh, which was a short book, like just 50 pages book. And we just have tried to make, like remove all the those not so essential services to make the, that specific package very much affordable. And it worked really like really, really well for us. So so the thing which, or the point which I wanted to make over here is uh, that idea of short book can't be happen if I would be 100% motivated because I couldn't see all the things clearly. So I always like uh, have clarity of mind uh, or I always keep clarity of mind way above than the motivation. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, and I, I love to, you know, you talked about just pulling back, like if we're in the midst of it, and I call it like twirling or that feeling of overwhelm or frenzy, even, uh, which is where we can get when we're just like, I got to get stuff done. I got to think about this. I have to fix this problem, da, 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 you know, and you get in that twirl. <laughs> and yeah, it is so hard to have clarity of mind and creative problem solving. 
when you're in that mode. So it is so important to pull back. And, and what I've found, and yeah. you've probably seen this too, it can be really difficult for people, uh, especially those type A entrepreneurs yeah. to, because they think like we live in this instant gratification world and, and people brag about how busy they are and multitasking and all that kind of stuff. And so sometimes I need to remind them and encourage like that rejuvenation piece is a part of the process and mm. like call it a cocoon phase if you need to, you yeah. know, cause mm. really it looks quiet, but under the surface, there's st either your, you know, just kind of recouping energy and having that downtime, but, uh, you know, but so not necessarily swirling or even continuing to think about the problems or challenges or, you know, doing any problem solving, but, you know, it just, yeah, the sense of calm that you get from that time will leave you more effective after the fact. And also I wanted to point out that, you know, in talking about motivation, you know, if you are a person who only works when you're motivated, that mm. also is important that because you might not feel motivated sometimes. And yeah. so it's so important, I, I think, in either aspect, because you don't want to push through if the lack of motivation is like I'm overwhelmed and I'm tired or I need a downtime or I haven't engaged in any self-care or hobbies or friend time or any of that, um, you know, paying attention to your personal needs. But if it's just a lack of motivation, like you're being a procrastinator for some reason, <laughs> sometimes it's about making those commitments and keeping them to yourself so that you can trust your own words, right? But it's but you have to find that balance. Yeah. And one of the things which I have done for uh, having that balance is actually I have hired my own boss. And that is completely opposite or ironical for being an entrepreneur, like whenever, like most of the people, they want to become an entrepreneur because they want to be their own boss. They don't want anyone else to like give orders. So <laughs> three years ago, like, of course, I did something which was completely different than uh, other people. Like I hired my own boss or I call her accountability assistant. Mm -hmm. So of course I pay her and her job is just to check in with me four or five times in a day whether I'm performing the certain habits, which I have to do, right? For example, waking up at 5 a.m., doing my exercise, meditation, and um, and then, of course, working uh, at least three or four hours, like completely focused. And then, of course, spending some time with my wife, all the different things, like she's completely checking with, in, with me. And if I'm not able to do those different habits or different work, then I have to pay her penalty. Ah. Right? So... <laughs> So now, like, I don't have any um, excuse. I sometimes, like, I'm feeling very much productive. I'm very much motivated. I don't need anyone. But sometimes I don't, I'm not feeling that kind of a zeal that to do stuff. But still, like, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. And one, of, one more trick which I've done is uh, I have hired a, a personal trainer, like, who comes at my society at 6 a.m. It means that I have to wake up at 5 a.m. and then be on the ground at 5.45 a.m. No excuse because he's coming from his home and then uh, in the morning. So it actually helped me keep like wake up at 5 a.m. Even if I'm sleeping at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. I, I, of course, I complete my uh, my sleep in in afternoon in case if I'm uh, if I'm short of of sleep. But yeah, they, these are things like having an accountability assistant can really help you. Uh, keep going instead of being motivated you can have an assistant or maybe you can try tools there are some tools out there like if you are not if you don't have the budget to hire a trainer or a, or a accountability assistant 
There are some tools like getmotivatedbuddies.com. This is a tool or platform where you can find someone like who also has the same passion. Maybe, for example, if someone wants to write a book, they can also have an accountability assistant or accountability buddy who also is writing a book. And now if he is writing maybe, for example, 10 pages in a day, now you, and if you have just written just maybe two pages or not written anything at all, then now next day you will try your best to write at least 10 pages. One more thing which you can do is um, if you are working, uh, you can try focusmeet.com, which is a platform where people uh, like actually work and you will be connected with another person who is also working for a 15 minute session and your camera is going to be on. That person is going to tell you exactly what is their goal for that 15 minute. And then you also tell your goal that what's your goal. And then you start working. And in the end, you uh, greet each other and tell each other that whether you have completed that task or goal or not. So this is going to actually help you become more productive and keep going even in the tough times as well. Right. Oh, I love those. Yeah. I love those apps. That's great. Um, Yes. Anytime you can build an accountability or make that commitment. So we definitely want to trust our own words, uh, commit to ourselves, but (laughs) uh, in the absence of being super good at that, it's good to have others uh, that we're also committing to, to help us build in that accountability. I love that. I hadn't heard of either of those. So thank you for that. I love it. So you have shared so much value and so many words of wisdom. So uh, final words of wisdom that you would like to share with others who are working to make their own impact, whether they're just getting started or they're along the path, what would you say to them? Yeah. So if you want to make an impact, then the first thing that you have to do is share your message. Because if people are not going to listen to you, or if you'll, if you'll not be able to share your, your experiences, your stories, your ideas, or message, you're not going to be making a positive impact or any kind of impact, right? And sharing your message can be like, is the number one thing, but there are going to be different type of vehicles, right? It could be podcast, just like what you are doing, right? So you are sharing your message, or maybe you are inviting someone else like who's, who's sharing their message, and it is helping people. Uh, and you, of course, you, you guys are making some impact in the world, some kind of a positive impact. It could be having a coaching program, it could be having a YouTube channel, it could be, um, it could be writing books as well, right? Writing a book is one of the best way to do that. Because when you write a book, like people see you as an authority, and people want to listen to you, because they see you in, as an expertise, uh, expert, and they see you differently. There could be maybe 1000s of people in the on the same topic talking about the same thing. But if you write a book, then this can really like in just one Overnight, like it, it actually distinguishes you from other people. And if you're a best-selling author, that's the best thing, right? So this, these are the things. Like, if you really have to um, make an impact, then the, the number one thing is going to be share your message. Start sharing it. It could be very, very sl- uh, small. For example, if you are planning to write a book, maybe don't go with writing a book. Start with writing just an article, maybe on Medium.com. If you are planning to have a video course, don't go with a video course. Maybe start with a, having a YouTube video, right? So these are the things which, which you can perform in order to make an impact in the world. Thank you so much. I love that. Well, you, uh, thanks again, uh, Vikrant. Am I saying it right? Vikrant? Yeah, yeah. Vikrant. <laughs> <laughs> so much for joining today. And uh, you shared a ton of value and I will, uh, you know, just kind of in my own words, repeat too that because I am an author, I've written five, six books, uh, if you count workbooks and all of that. In addition, I think I'm at seven, I don't know. But uh, 
there is power in like just the act of organizing your thoughts in that way yeah. and gaining clarity. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whether you write it yourself or have others, uh, you always need editing. Just FYI, <laughs> you can't edit <laughs> your own work. I back to, in uh, 2010 when I was working on my first book, <laughs> I learned that I was like, I started and I was like, no, because you can't tell what's in your mind and what's actually on the yeah. page. That's what I found. But, but so absolutely, this is, um, he is providing a very valuable service. And I do encourage you, uh, you know, if you're someone who, uh, you know, you're either a speaker now or aspire to be a speaker, hopefully the world's going to be back open at some point and we can be back out on the physical stages, but, uh, it's, it's great extra income for the back of the room. Uh, and even if you're not, if you're only virtual right now, which a lot of us are, uh, it's still something else that you can either offer as part of the speaking package or, uh, you know, entice people to buy. And again, that extra added, uh, income stream. And like he said, it's, it, it validates you. It shows you as an expert and uh, gives another way to share your values with others and, and uh, make that impact in the world. And I know while we were talking, I just want to quickly say that, uh, I, I talked about my, uh, six simple steps of great delegation. So I don't want to leave you hanging. If you do want to grab that, you can go to defeatthedrama.com forward slash delegation. Uh, there is a quick video and uh, like five minutes or less, I think. And also uh, a little ebook that can take you through those six steps. I've been sharing this with leaders for years, thousands of leaders, and it has transformed teams overnight, literally for real. So uh, do go grab that if you're, uh, if you're in need and, um, and go check out Vikrant Shorya. Uh, his website again is bestsellingbook.com com and uh, definitely go check him out. We'll have uh, the the link on the show notes for today's episode, along with any of his social media links. And you can find those by going to defeatthedrama.com, click on the podcast tab and go to today's episode, which is 227. So thanks again for uh, joining me today. It's been great meeting you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. And get out there and check out his, check out his site for sure. Get your book out, get your book out. All right. Thanks. Get out there, make your impact. The world's waiting and make it a great day. Mm -hmm.